This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. I got lit last night. I had seen, seen 13 glasses of great white wine. It was called Gisto Blanco. <laughs> then I went to dinner and I had a chicken winger. <laughs> Little Caesar, Robbie cakes. Sunday with a buck cherry on top. <laughs> then it was time to party. I'm getting older. I got to kick my kicks, right? before I kick the rhino bucket. Um, <laughs> so time to have some fun. Yeah, it got a little wild. I'm not like a hardcore superstar. That's the name of it, right? Okay. I'm not a hardcore superstar. I'm more of a nerd Halen. I'm a little more of a nerd Halen. Yeah. But I did one time uh, Tokyo Motor Fist uh, Killer Dwarf. That was fun. <laughs> Listening to Cobras and Fire, a Pantheon podcast. This week, we recap LC's adventures at sea on the Monsters of Rock cruise, only here on Cobras and Fire.
Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and today I am joined by the man who still has his sea legs, Elsie Fox. How are you doing, Elsie? I am excellent. Back on land, back at home from you, a uh, a bit of a cruise. Do you, we'll do, do you miss the sea? <laughs> uh, after after five days, I'm good. I'm, I'm ready to go back on land. I'm well. It's good to actually see that you still exist. Uh, you kind of like your entire uh, um, from texting to any social media presence was wiped out for about two weeks. And at a certain point, I'm like, I was wondering if I was like, you know, this is some sort of like Netflix series where I've now woken up and we've we our relationship never existed. You were some deep state plants and I don't know something mm. like that you know uh, but no good, good to see things are back on track at least uh, for my own personal mental health but uh, more importantly just glad you were able to get out there and get back uh, safe and sound uh, mainly it absolutely drink no more drinks actually <laughs> I'm good for a bit I got some questions but, on that uh, but yeah yeah oh yeah I got I have some answers I got a lot of answers there's a lot of questions a lot of answers a lot of Q&A right a lot on of discussion today <laughs> but uh, before we get into any of that I just want to say congratulations on being possibly the first grandfather podcaster in the group. <laughs> yeah, I want, yeah, I, I, there has to be somebody else. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't know. All right, well, let's go with it. Uh, yes. Uh, um, and, and I don't know. Yeah, so I, I my, my grandson came into the world on uh, February 19th around 11 a.m. So uh, cheers to that. Uh, congratulations to my uh, stepdaughter, Jade, and her husband, Logan. Uh, or as I like to tell him I do on the show, shout out to Logan. Uh, but yeah, so it, it's all good. Uh, baby and mother are doing good. They should be getting discharged today or tomorrow as we're recording this. So um, yeah, it's a pretty big day. And I know a lot of people are, are heard the news and they're thinking, man, I wish Baco would have been my grandpa. Uh, I'm right. sorry, I can't. I can only do it you know, on a limited basis. So yeah, this okay. kid's in are for you, a fucking are, shock. Are you good with revealing the name or is that private? It's probably okay. His name is Leo. Inspired by your endless Leo DiCaprio <laughs> memes, yes? Yeah. yeah, you mentioned that. That's now officially the story I'm going to tell. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I did offer to name the child early on in the pregnancy, uh, but for whatever reason, uh, they declined. Will you be, uh, my question is, will there be at least one time when you Photoshop that face, expre- facial expression of Leo DiCaprio, <laughs> on a baby picture of, of Leo? I see it. As of I, now, as of now, that is now going to definitely happen now. Yes. Thank you for okay. the, <laughs> you're the inspiration. Every stage of his life is the same fucking joke. Yeah. Uh, Every year. Here he is at uh, the carnival. Yeah. Doing that face. Anyway. But, uh, but no, I just, I just think it's a great thing for you. And, and I just think that now, you know. Even at this point, people always seem to come to you know other podcasters come to you for advice. But now that you're a grandfather, <laughs> I think I think I think that just elevates your status yeah. in the community. And I just also think it's great too that down the road that you know <laughs> if Leo if Leo's on a quiz show, he's going to be like. And he gets a kiss question. He'd be like, "I know who to call. I'm calling. <laughs> I'm calling grandfather. He's like, my grandpa line, kiss." Yeah. My grandma knows yeah. everything about Kiss. Yeah, I don't know what guy knows about like blood about Kiss. And then also, I can see him at like <laughs> age age twelve or thirteen. You bring him, you you pull him aside, and you're like, one day these Kiss barrels will all be yours. <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to get. You got to add that to the, the uh, my will. legacy. <laughs> Your legacy, man. You got all this stuff like that, and then uh, uh, and then you'd be like, listen, back in my day, we called it squish. What do you think of that conversation? 
Oh, he's going to get a lot of inappropriate uh, language uh, from Grandpa, I'm sure. So I, I think it, the ship has sailed on me being, uh, I don't know, too straight-laced when it comes to that. I don't know that I can dial it back anymore is all I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah, it's just terrible life advice from Grandpa. It just starts a novel. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's it. That's all I got for it. Yeah, just no, to bust I appreciate your balls that. Just some, so. some, some light light dusting of the of the nuts there. Yeah, uh, it's fun stuff. It's 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 a lot of it's exciting and fun. So thank you. And also one last thing is when be, when you when you're officially a grandfather is that when you retire from doing a silly music podcast as a, <laughs> as a sign? Uh, actually, I, I, he's moved up the secession chart now. He's he's replacing you at some point. Oh, okay, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm taking this to nice. my grave. Uh, podcasts won't exist, and I'll still be doing them. So you know, there's true. some medium will come along and replace us. But uh, yeah. Anyway, all right. Anyway, that's uh, that, that's all I got. Uh, I, we can move on. All right. Well, hey, a little a little news before we get into all the the excitement of the the Monsters of Rock cruise. Please, uh, Rock and Pod has been rescheduled. I think uh, Chris posted it. Uh, I don't know if I should pull up the announcement or not, but basically, it's it, the, the the nuts and bolts is it just made more sense for him to do it next May is what we're we're hearing. And do I have the that right? Uh, May twenty twenty three. So yeah. I think so. Yeah, April or May. Basically, it's it's been uh, moved to. Early next year. Yeah. Um, a different zone. So looking forward to that. Uh, you know, I really don't have a lot of feedback on that. I'm just sharing that. It basically is kind of an update for any of the listeners that missed the post. So, yeah, man, my, I think that's a great idea. The only thing is, is that possibly there's a conflict with Creatures Fest, too. <laughs> oh, man. Because you know that's going to go well. Yeah, Creatures Fest, man. I kind of want to get out there for that. But, uh, right. I mean, in, in, on paper, it sounds pretty good. Listen, I'll tell you this much. Uh, if the tour, if the stadium tour can exist mm-hmm. and by it, we, we have to do a retraction. We were, I mean, it's still, hey, there's still some first time, date. but, uh, there's yeah. still some time. But the fact that the, as we say, the Motley, Def Leppard, Poison and Joan Jetstow, I thought she dropped off. Too. Yeah. It's real. And they added five new dates is what I just saw. Yeah. And it, it, it reminded me of the hype when the, the thing was first announced, uh, uh, over a million tickets sold. Uh, they're also all still available on the resale market, so I'm not sure who bought them, but I mm-hmm. think we do. Uh, but, uh, yeah, look, yeah, it was right after we last talked. Uh, I think two days later, I, I sent you a couple screen caps. Nikki went on Instagram and Twitter basically saying, it's happening, people. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. And, yeah, since then, they've yeah. just confirmed the whole thing is back. So, uh, like you said, five new dates. You, you never know what can happen, though, with 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 tours with cruises, with, with changes <laughs> that happened last minute, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, what other music news you want to you want to hit on quick before we uh, just go go into this uh, floating boat of rock? Well, I, did we touched a little bit on the Wasp tour, but you see they added some dates too. Uh, and nice. uh, uh, Wally Gator's a little upset because uh, I don't know if you heard on the episode I did with him while you were floating around the ocean uh, that there are no ca- Canadian dates. So and oh. and there's a story being shared. The headline's a bit misleading. It says Blackie cancels tour because of COVID. It, that's all it says. And then you go into the story and he canceled the European tour because of COVID. And that was starting up a lot sooner here. Um, you know where the the North American tour I think doesn't fire up till October. But yeah, okay. so, so that that caused a little bit of a kerfuffle for people that uh, another Canadian term there for you, uh, for people sure. that uh, were excited. Oh, kerfuffle's for officially Canadian kerfuffle. Uh, yeah, Is according to, to Wally. Yeah, I don't know about that. 
look it up. Uh, he was he's uh, was his overall uh, you know score from his quiz of his own country. I'm not sure if I'm gonna on face value going to. Gonna just say that kerfuffle is a Canadian word based on some of his knowledge. I would, yeah, that. I would go with that too. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I just challenge it a little bit. It was a great episode, by the way, Wally. Thank you for joining the show. <laughs> he barely did better it. on on my Canadian quiz to him uh, than right. I did the, the one that he gave me a couple years back. But and mine was way easier. <laughs> but sure. Oh, I, you know, on that note, you know, basically, no matter what work Wally moves for the rest of his life, he's going to be Canadian. Um, I, I got me thinking a little bit, too. Like, if I actually relocated, let's say Toots and I decided to, you know, because we're grandparents now, let's move to Arizona or Florida. Uh, I would still always be kind of a Minnesotan. And then it got me thinking about you. Uh, I don't know that. And I don't mean this as a, as a shot. It's just a an observation because I don't know what the right, there's no right way to do this. Do you identify because you've been Indiana, Florida, uh, you've been out and you really seem to have sucked into the Colorado life with the dog, the skiing every weekend, um, uh, you know, drinking, you know, micro brews, all that kind of stuff. So uh, do you, do you identify as anything, you know, like this is, you know, who I am? Is this more of a they, them question yeah maybe identify with myself uh, yeah not not a preferred pronoun not, so i think i don't think prefer- okay yeah okay. i would i'm uh, just i'm always uh, going to be a minnesotan at heart if i lived in in arizona i'm going to be rooting for the vikings and the twins and all that kind of all the the connections you know the good the bad whatever it's just it's it's just ingrained in me it's it this is my state this has been my home my whole life uh and i've and i've, and I've proudly identified with it is all i'm getting at uh do you, you, you? I've just never got that vibe from you. You basically just seem to like wherever the wife wants to take you is where you're going to be. <laughs> hey, now, well, first off, I moved around before that. But if you're going to throw that, throw, throw that in there, no, I think it's basically uh, just Midwest. I mean, I was there for 32 years right. of that. So I'm going to say, say Indiana, Illinois. I lived in both, but probably just I never said, hey, I'm a true Hoosier. But uh, there we go. You know, That's kind of what general. I'm getting at there. Yeah. So like if you're, you're sure. Not, but, like if, but well, for who's in Indiana, Hoosier actually refers to IU versus if you're at Purdue. It doesn't matter. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is Isn't I, Hoosier actually a term for someone from Indiana, though? It is. But when you live basically at Purdue, it's the term really for yeah. IU. Yeah. The okay. Direct rival is what I'm saying. It kind of gets moved to it. And the word's always been pretty stupid. I never liked the word. It's, it's very close to hoser. By the way, that was good to understand what that actually means yeah. uh, on the last one. Hoser and hoosier, or they, even though there's more letters, sounds kind of the same. You know, it doesn't sound like a compliment either way. Yeah. yeah? I, I think one thing about uh, both Indiana and Purdue. They have very. I like college nicknames from that ilk. You know what I mean. I like the Boilermakers. I think the Hoosiers works as a college mascot name identity. Sure. Uh, beyond that, I think it, it's kind of it is kind of goofy. You know what I mean. Sounds like a hick yeah. kind of a term. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And it, it, it gave birth to a lot of really bad uh, business names like Hoosier Florist. Get it? <laughs> Hoosier Florist. Okay. Stuff like that. There is a place uh, just up the road from me. Uh, it's a florist and a vacuum parts store. I, I kid you not. Uh, <laughs> and, and it, it's like it was named by the Simpsons because the the vacuum store called? is called Vac That Thing Up, and the florist is the Enchanted Florist. Oh boy! Same person owns both, not- so you, they you know, wow. The mindset for naming is there, but yeah, I'll tell you what. Anytime I've had to re- uh, buy a vacuum cleaner belt, I only go to vac that thing up <laughs> off of Dale Street in St. Paul. <laughs> it's amazing! Is that a new sponsor? 
Yeah, we should talk I think, to him. Who's your, who's your, we should, we should approach who's your florist <laughs> and back that thing up for official sponsorships for our show. Oh, get Pete and Christian going, getting on and at, uh, over there at Pantheon. Line us up with these endorsement deals. Hold on, guys. <laughs> we already have advertisers for you. Just back off. Back, back off. <laughs> yeah. From, there you go. That was well played. Anything else? Any any other bad puns before we go forward? Before I, <laughs> I think the I think it's the, the ship has sailed on our puns. talk quite a bit about your adventure at sea with uh boy just a host of people that we both know um you went of course we're talking about the monsters of rock cruise which departed on february 9th and returned on the 14th uh, according yep. to the information i have in front of me all okay. right so you flew out there the day early basically any travel issues getting out there uh was it was it a good flight out in and out the way you're supposed to how did things go um i mean just in general like like if uh this is going to be because really what this comes down to is a very long Yelp review, right? Yeah, isn't that what people need? I suppose. Yeah, like a, I mean, uh, how, I, how many stars is this is this cruise going to get? That's what people want to know, you know. Um, but no, just just from a general thing, Monsters Rock Cruise. I'll give a little little background. Been around for about ten or eleven years. Um, I think this is the, either the tenth or eleventh sailing of it. Uh, this time it was out of the port of Miami. It's been another other uh, place before. I think Fort Lauderdale before, but but. Uh, basically correct so when you're planning for this even though it's a five-day cruise going from like a wednesday to a monday morning when they kick you out uh, you do usually have to have a day before and a day after planned because of that because of when the it sails so yes yeah. there was a pre-party on tuesday night um and i was excited man i think we covered that uh, a little bit on the last episode when i was looking talking about bands i was looking forward to and the lineup was stuff that i really care about except for one band so it was like it's like Rhino Bucket, Vixen, whatever it is. And then the headliner was uh, Tom Kiefer and his amazing solo band, you know, Cinderella, all that stuff like that. So, yeah, no, in short, no problems landing, got there on time. Uh, but it was late like because I knew I would only be able to be there to see Tom. You know, basically I was showing up like at 8 or 9 o'clock to okay. the hotel. And, and the party started at like 5 with all the other bands. And it was this place called the Magic City Casino, uh, which, which is in, in the – Miami airport area. Let's just say that before. So first off the hotel and the area we're at is, is at the, the Miami airport area where if you've been ever driven around, around an airport, basically all looks the same. It looks like a bomb exploded. Yeah. Right. O'Hare. Midway. Is that how it is by your airport too? Just well, I would, not, not the best, not the best. Sometimes. I wouldn't say a, it's just basically runways and 
there's nothing out there. You know, you have to basically yeah. you're you're a ten minute drive from anything. Uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't know about calling it bombed out, but it's okay. Just, well, this area is, is very much. It reminds me of the Nashville airport, the Denver airport, Seattle airport, and the Phoenix okay. airport. They all seem very similar. Uh, New York was a little different because basically you are walking into a city street basically to get to uh, where the shuttle picks you up. Sure. Well, anyway, uh, my uh, my roommate, by the way, David Glenn, listener of the show. Now we'll get into that that uh, too and everything like that, just in general. But about uh, did David survive me? Um, but <laughs> but essentially, he set up the hotel. Thanks, David, for that for the night before, and and uh, so everything is pretty close by to the hotel. But but as soon as I land, I, I text Dave and I just said, "Hey, I'm here. I'm on the way." He's like, "Just so you know, Tom Kiefer canceled." what that's the first thing that's the first communication i have and to get to get, to get there is, is the fact that that is one of the one of the selling points okay mm-hmm. for this cruise was tom Kiefer seeing him at least once possibly twice maybe at the pre-party and stuff like that so out the gate cancellation knew that right away and it was replaced by depending on who was making the schedule per day uh, how it was spelled is either vandenberg or vandenberg tell me mm-hmm. which one it is it's vandenberg I've seen both spelling vandenberg yes, okay. yes. it's spelled multiple ways which if you ask me right now who the fuck is he didn't know but for those just inform the audience who is this guy who is this guitarist well his his probably biggest impact that people unfamiliar with him would know would be white snake he came in on that 86 record but he didn't play on that very much that was almost all john sykes on that record but he he stayed with uh white snake for a while but he did the tour the videos all that kind of stuff he did play on the yeah. record i think only one song off the top of my head but yeah he had his own band vandenberg in the early 80s he's he's an amazing guitar player i love uh some of that vandenberg stuff uh he actually just released a new solo or another vandenberg record in the last three four couple, years couple but, of years yep um that was eh, not too bad but it didn't really it sounded it, it sounded nothing like the, the, like the white snake well right? i don't know about that either i or just more bluesy a little bluesy uh like but uh i would have probably because i've seen Kiefer enough uh if i've never seen either i'd want to see tom Kiefer. But I've seen Kiefer three times, four times now. Um, great show. Would have loved that, too. But the, the fact that you're not going to see Vandenberg, you know, hardly ever. To me, I would, that would almost be like, that's a pretty good trade-off in my end. So, anyway. Yeah. Cool. I did see that's he fine. played. Yeah. Uh, did he play Here I Go Again? He did. Yeah. yeah. So he played know. that. and then but, but he didn't play Still of the Night, which I don't know why. That that's probably because like, he, I'm guessing Here I Go Again is the only song he played on. Maybe so. Yeah. Whatever. It's getting pretty technical. But if he's on that, if he's on that album, anyway. So I, so I got there just enough time to last see the last like four songs of the night from this from this guy who I didn't know that was the replacement. But uh, meet up with Dave, and of course, you know, hungry. So we decide, hey, we're in Miami. We might as well get some some food at some authentic, you know, Cuban restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. So we uh, wander, and there's the, it's the airport, so it's not that, that much stuff. But I ended up eating what? Uh, do, do you know what a Cuban sandwich is? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're of a man course. from Minnesota, but describe what a Cuban sandwich would have on it. Just, just in. General. Oh, it's ham, pickle, uh, uh, Swiss cheese, Thin bread, Swiss right? cheese, mustard. Yeah, the bread is actually smashed and smashed. part of part of the grilling process. So okay, I went to an authentic Cuban got, restaurant. Got a great, apparently. I got a great Cuban burger recipe. Yeah, I'll share it at Sun's mm. Up Mike's up this summer. Okay. <laughs> 
the Cuban sandwich that I had was a uh, a loaf of French bread with cold cold ham, no pickles, and uh, and some mustard on it. So that was my 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 sandwich today. No, zero zero star. Oh, but, that, but hold on, right out of the was. gate, uh, this is the classic LC move. It's like you know what? I'm in Miami for like 73 minutes. Yeah, we should. Hunt down some authentic Miami Cuban food oh, hold on, hold in a on. very Before difficult even... and, and drawn out process. What do you think? Nope. And David Glenn is this? like, I've already yelped and got seven recommendations of. Oh, okay. Well, before you even go into that, so I gave <laughs> so so Magic City Casino Casino with no food. Okay, they had. No, mm. I would have eaten a burger at the fucking bar at the Magic City Casino. Nothing magic about it, by the way. Mm. There's, there's. It's, it's just. Hey, a, hey, a, hey I like, see where you're going. What? I see where you're going here. That's not how you told the story. You're like, hey, I'm in Miami. We should go try some. Mi-. That's literally <laughs> what you said just a minute ago. Is that right? <laughs> Meet up with Dave, and of course, you know, hungry. So we decide, hey, we're in Miami. We might as well get some some food at some authentic, you know, Cuban restaurant, mm. right? <laughs> and then we walked around for the only place that was open still at 1130 at night on a Tuesday. And that was this place. That, uh, that, that's the reality. That's why you got what you got. But uh, OK. Yeah. All right. All right. Any, anyway, that's I love I love the ribbing already. OK, so again, it was my fault that we went to the wrong restaurant. And that was the only one. Of it. We, we were going to McDonald's. Oh, I'm not anywhere. suggesting you could have found something better, but I'm just the way you told that. It's just like, you know, I'm barely here long enough to walk across the street. We should do something that's really complicated and going to take up a lot of time. Uh, well, it was also that and finding uh, finding an authentic Miami brewery too that made a certain type of uh, <laughs> of Miami beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Okay. What kind of swell? Oh, by the way, that that bar. It was Tuesday night. It was they had a special on the uh, you know the thing. That, well, to go with that, remember the thing that said like, oh, all they have is Budweiser or Bud Light, right at the uh, event. David Glenn that. posted that. Yeah. Yes, David Glenn posted that, which which. Uh, was true, except if you went to, you know, I'm always like, wanted to, there's always another thing. So I went to this other bar. You, you can always had, find it. Yeah. You, yeah, you. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> there's another one that had the Budweiser's up front were like eight bucks. <laughs> then they had a deal on Tuesday. Stroh's light, bro. Ooh. For three bucks. I had a fucking, I had, t- I, I, I paused. I'm like, give me two. I just started off with two Stroh's lights on my trip. So there you go. I'm already in the fuck microbrewers, man. I, 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 I'm I proud of you if it. that's the direction you went. My God. Uh, Stroh's? But you know what? $3 is hard to pass up. It's no. Like, uh, $3. I was like, say it again. Give me give me. I mean, I know it's fucking Stroh's, but nobody sells fucking, you know, like shit beer even at a bar for less than $5. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, so I was all Stroh's all night <laughs> for that. For that. Five songs or whatever was going on. But anyway, so that was the pre-party. So immediately find out that one of, one of the bands I'm looking forward to is canceled. But I'm thinking positive, just like you. I'm a, I'm a, you know what? At this <laughs> point, knowing me for the last seven years, even out the gate, knowing me, I think I'm kind of proud of myself over, at this point. Okay. Because I think, what do you know about me when things uh, things do not line up properly? It can get, uh, well, look, it, it stresses everybody out. I mean, uh, sure. I, 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 but it does seem like it, it can throw you off in uh, your mood uh, in a way oh, that, God, yes. uh, that and, and I'm a moody guy. And so when I think that, I'm like, fuck, this guy's unhinged. <laughs> but look, no, I, I, I if it, so that would be my response to that. Yeah, typically, like if a couple things go go awry on something you were looking forward to, it, it can drastically affect the way your 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 physical demeanor is. 
So, hey, that guy that played in White Snake, not too bad. I'm trying to think positive, yeah. all this stuff like that. But in the back of my head, in all reality is, who the fuck else is canceling and nobody's... Because I think it pissed me so off it was about bubbling. It was, yeah, it was like, yeah. There, yes, but there, was, but there was no announcement. There was announcements leading up to it. Yes, I knew that Hardcore Superstar wasn't coming. Michael Monroe. Uh, at this point, I knew that LA Guns had canceled. At this point, I didn't know before. So I already knew these, but there were announcements. There was no announcement about Tom Kiefer. He just wasn't fucking there. Do you see what I'm saying? Sure. And I still didn't see anything about it. So I'm like, what else is there? But I'm thinking positive. Going to have a nice trip. So next day, you have any more questions about that? Any more ball busting? Before no, not really. I mean, uh, how how early do you got to get up to board the boat, I guess? You can pick the time. It, it, you can go as late as 4 and as early as, I think, 1230 or 1. You pack, You actually like pick your time. You want to check in so they can space it out. What did you guys end up doing? We did one. Okay. So we just basically had time to the next day to go to an authentic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that leaves you plenty of time to like uh, go to a restaurant 80 minutes away. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, find out it's closed on Tuesdays mm-hmm. or Wednesdays or whatever day you're there. Right. Just some weird yeah. thing like that. Um, and then scramble to uh, make it back and get a hot dog in you or something like that. Yeah, so I we we, we just went across the street to some seafood restaurant, okay. which uh, was, I was half on the fence for. I was like, I was like again, I was like, I've had seafood before on a trip. Actually, I got I got food poisoning when I went down to Key West for that Bruce, Bruce Kulik interview at Jimmy Johnson's fucking fish shack or whatever it mm. was. And I was like, I was like, if I eat this, I'll possibly I'm gonna be sick the entire time. But I pushed through like a brave man, ate some fucking fish. <laughs> and uh, and point is, then we went back to the hotel and they have shuttles that go to the airport. I mean, not to the airport, Jesus. We went back to the hotel and they have shuttles that go to the cruise. Cool. Mm-hmm. And you have to pay a little pass, like fifteen bucks each. Um, and so we have my little. This is important to the story. But I have a little pass, and, and there's a, the shuttles come every ten minutes to take you there. There's this big black, pretty nice looking shuttle and everything like that out front. And I go to the guy who is uh, spoke for English. And I go, "Here's our shuttle pass. Does this go to Port of Miami?" He goes, "Yes, yes, yes, yes." T- takes it and boom. He goes, takes the luggage, throws us in the back of the bus. And then all these, and then all these uh, pretty rocking looking dudes start uh, loading in the bus. I don't recognize them, but I'm like, I'm looking at Dave. I'm like, I think this this is one of the bands, stuff like that. Oh, that and level of rocking! I'm, I'm in my head. I'm thinking like Stephen Michael level of rocking. Right, right. <laughs> well, everybody, we realized at this point too, though, that this was the hotel that it wasn't listed anywhere on the site. But yeah. people ended up. It was a ton of people for the cruise for this that were at this hotel that were wearing rock t-shirts. Anytime I'm yeah. at an event, even if it's just like a like a I don't know like like just a festival you're driving to or something like that, and you stop yeah. off for breakfast, and you see all of a sudden your people, you know what I mean? It, yeah, it almost know, right. like it almost like gets you fired up. Like, like oh, I can't wait to get there. We're all fucking going, you know? It's just like yep. So that's kind of no, cool. Like but yeah, lot. do you know what band it was? No, oh, no, we get on there, and then one of the guys is is like, uh, hey. What you doing here? <laughs> just like this. I mean, what do you mean? He's like, well, this is our private shuttle. <laughs> like this. Like, like, oh and then, like that. And I go, well, what do you mean? It, 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 and he's, he's like, well, they, the guy in front just said to get on here. He's like, oh, it doesn't matter. It was like a 15 passenger van or whatever. Yeah. So you could just stay. And uh, I'm like, what fucking band is this? Well, they start, they, and I start like looking at them and stuff like that. One guy has bleach, bleach blonde hair. They kind of look like they're from California. All of a sudden we realize we are on. We hijacked Litz private shuttle. (laughs) Can we forget about the things I said? 
brothers, uh, AJ and uh, is he JJ? I don't know. Whatever. They're they're there's twin brothers no in the band, right? The singer and the guitar player. I'm not, I didn't know they were twin brothers, but yeah, one guy has like the uh, the beard that's kind of like the guitarist, uh, I think, whatever braided. Yes, and everything like that. Pop off. So anyway, AJ pop off and uh, whatever. No, but keep going, keep going. So anyway, so Lit was one of those kind of oddball things, but I was definitely going to going to go see him, you know, to at least see uh, the own your own worst, worst enemy and stuff like that. Decent 90, 90s band, um, but they were super nice and stuff like that, and they started bullshitting and talking, and then then this is the greatest thing. He's, this guy starts talking about a story about how he met uh, Snake Sabo, and he's and uh, you know he's talking about yeah this is cool that we're with all these bands that we grew up with and, and stuff like that. And he's like too bad that Skid Row isn't going to be on the boat either. So I got told that Skid Row canceled as well by Lit while hijacking their bus. So that's AJ and boom, Jeremy pop two. off. So was it one of the two brothers? Yeah, it was. Well, it was the guitarist that was t- telling the story. Okay, on hair and stuff. Cool and. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So then I was like, in the back. So again, on the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm so fucking <laughs> angry that now the second one, I was going to A B test. They're going to play Slave of the Grind, yeah. top to bottom, all that stuff like that. Again, like, though, okay. let, let's look at the bright side here, though. I know, I know, we're talking know. in hindsight. Uh, yes, Skid Row, another band you've seen a ton. I know they were going to play Slave to the Grind, front to back, and it would have been kind of cool to compare that to how it sounded with Sebastian. But really. I don't know. Maybe they replaced him with the band that you probably aren't going to see. Do you? I don't even know if you know if they had an official replacement for him or not. No, these are the ones that didn't have replacements for. Okay. These are the ones that just started falling off. And just, you just so you, what, do, to, what, what do they do? Just make Winger play again or something? <laughs> well, first off, to go at that end, the there was there is the utility player of the weekend was that fucking band Van Vandenberg. Vandenberg. Oh, oh, Vandenberg. Okay. They played the pre-party. And they played three times on the ship. Three times! Three times to try to fit, fit in all the time. Now, Adrian has a singer, right? He doesn't sing? No. He has, he okay. has some dude. All right. Yep. Uh, and also, very tight, good-sounded band. Oh, that's just, good. Just not my top top of the list of things. Uh, so basically, all songs sound like Whitesnake um, to me. But anyway. That's because so you then, went in so there now, going, the only thing I know about this guy is that he's in Whitesnake. Fuck, it sounds like Whitesnake. That's okay. okay. That's, that's so exactly again, how is, you go. It. Is this is this bias again? One hundred percent. This is the oh, LC okay. personal bias. Okay. They sound this nothing is, like nobody fucking else, White Snake. Right. Man. Nobody else mentioned that at all. There's no conversations about this. Sounds like deep cut White Snake stuff. There yeah. was nothing. You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyway, so we so we we, we travel with with. Lynn. What song do you think <laughs> sounds like Cherry Pie? <laughs> Oh, Bonfire. Yeah, Absolutely. okay. It's a rewrite of Bo- fucking Cherry Pie. It's a rewrite of Bonfire. Tomorrow and tonight is just like rock and roll all night. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, rewrite. There we go. Same, there we go. same vibe. Doesn't, not perfect, but same, same goddamn idea. All right. Dude, goddamn break. So, we, we get so, people are like, Jesus Christ, let's get on the boat. So, so we, uh, uh, we get to the port of Miami. Um, and by the way, this is the whole thing. You got to have your, your negative test. So people, just so people know, when I booked this, it was like in the world where COVID was ending and then the world changed again. So negative test. You got to have your your passports. You got to have your vaccination records. A lot, a lot of stress kind of get to make sure you because you have to get all these these printouts and stuff. So you get there and I made sure that there was there's two different tests to do negative tests. And I, and I got the wrong one. I had to redo one and stuff like that. Well, all this was for naught because I don't even think they fucking look at this stuff because there was basically somebody that was, yep, you're good. Okay. Right, on, right on the ship. Were they offering testing on site at all? Yes. Okay. They have they have testing, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, maybe they've it's all approved in the app and stuff like that too. But, okay. But, but anyway, but, I'm but sure people are the, sick of COVID in general. I was just curious. So, but when you get to the port of Miami, this section is just for this 
for this uh, cruise line, uh, this Royal Caribbean cruise. And as soon as you get there, on the loudspeakers, I'm, I'm hearing like Motley 94 tracks. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine being in almost like an airport situation and you're hearing our. They're building the, env- the environment, the aura, right as you get there. Right, right before you get in there, you're in line, you're going through security. Before you're even on there, you're getting into this, this zone of uh, uh, what the rock cruise is going to be like that. get into kind of some of the more interesting aspects of, of things you you encountered over the, the next few days. Uh, I'm curious how the stages were set up. I know they have like a main ballroom where like Alice Cooper plays and stuff like that. And yep. I've seen pictures where they're p- playing poolside and stuff. Uh, how, how professional were these stages where you basically where they just plopped on top of things that are used for like family events when they're not a bunch of uh, uh, drunk right. white old men floating around? Uh, like You get what I'm right. going here. Explain how yeah, yeah, yeah. the stages and, and how was the sound when you're outside? Was, was some better than others, that kind of thing? Yep. No, so this is a good question because I didn't fully understand it coming into this, but but there's basically four main stages, and I'll kind of ramp up from the smallest to, to largest. Okay. So the smallest version is just kind of known as the, uh, I think it's just called the Star Lounge, something with lounge in there. And that's more your, imagine you go into a bar, there's no, it's everything's the same level, and there's just a stage up front. That's more like the acoustic performances, things like that, a basic room. That's, that's level one. Level two would be the... Um, Studio B, and that's kind of like a a half stadium, um, if you want to think. It actually, I think that one actually is like a a, a, a skating rink. I think when it's not rocking out, okay. but it has a stage at the end. But it has the seats that go up on the side, like you would a stadium. The floor you can go on the floor. It's, it's like a half stadium if you want to think about it, shrunk down. What band? That's a really what bands cool, were playing there. Like, give me just a couple examples. Oh, that, g- great, great example of that too is that there's no great way to answer that because of the fact that everybody moved. That's what's good too. You can see that when the bands play twice, you can see them in one of these different environments, and it's a different show experience that way too. Okay. So the answer is multiple. You wouldn't have an acoustic person playing there probably. Okay. So that would be the only one. Fair enough. Not. Um, and then uh, the other two are the Royal Theater, and that's where Alice Cooper played. And that's more your traditional like seating 
balcony kind of setup where people have a, a you you can't there's no floor there's just their seating in that one uh, but a, but the biggest one there too it probably holds like 1500 people okay okay um do you know the capacity the, of the cruise i do not but i'm gonna say it's probably 2500 okay 3, maybe it's more i, right, I thought might be really going too low on that but i'm only basing that on the, the fact that when these things are really full they are full these areas, um, but so then there's that one, and then the biggest one, uh, bigger it would be the pool deck, and that's the one that you've traditionally seen on these sail away shows that you see with Kiss and things like that. Except in this one, they have a uh, instead of like Kiss just being on top of like some like ledge area, it's actually a set stage where they do all the shows multiple times a day. Like imagine being like an amphitheater kind of setting, except okay. you're on top of a boat. And all, all to answer your question on that too, all four of these, even though you know obviously the the switchover and things like that, the sound was great. Everybody had orange amps; it was perfect. I gotta believe that orange was not the dominant amp in these bands. So. <laughs> there was no orange amps there. No. None, not even but, with uh, lit. I, I don't know. I, I think they just used this. I don't know how it works with everybody's equipment and everything like that. But no, they did a great job. Oh, and then like you know in, what? In, in, I, like, I guarantee the, the backline was probably shared by almost every band. Uh, I would think so. Yeah, an especially event like they flipped that. them over pretty quick. I mean, the, the, and the heads every, and stuff might change over, but anyway, carry on. Yeah, and then so basically, when you see a band, you are seeing an hour show every time. Like, there's nobody that plays more than an hour. Just to give you an idea of how they do the schedule, there's an hour there, then the stage would be changed in between. If the, the, like, could be a one, a three, a three thirty. That's the that's even for Cooper cycle. Well, you know, Cooper doesn't play that long. He plays, uh, and I'll go into that too at the end of it. Okay, <clears throat> he plays like eighty minutes. That would be the only exception. What he would play, they would give 90 minutes a zone for him. All right. Everybody else is an hour. And you can see these bands more than once. Did you and David, in advance, come up with a shower masturbation schedule? Or was it uh, <laughs> something you kind of decided once you got checked in? You know, I think we kind of we kind of vetted each other on that uh, in the beginning. Uh, you know, I, I, it reminded me when I got there of a joke many years ago that you came up with the fact that, I think it was like three or four years ago, you are talking about just that, Everybody was jerking off this cruise because, like, I think we had like like some Drano for semen power, yeah, Drano yeah, semen like power, yeah. for the shower. Yeah, there was like a, 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 a joke meme going around of like, the, yeah, the, the I, I think we kind of monsters of rock cruise whatever, clogging up uh, drains, and we made for, Meister jokes and stuff. Yes, but, uh, I think that's what it was, which I got to meet uh, for the first time too. And uh, no, we just kind of worked out. I think we just jerked off on our own, own time. I never <laughs> just whenever he could fit. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I never, I never heard any weird sounds coming from the bathroom. <laughs> Actually, we had like uh, kind of like shitting on the bus. We just had our rules like come back in twenty minutes. You know, yeah. go do your thing. Okay. Yeah. So that was nice. So no, no official, no official jerking off schedule. No. Uh, how big was the bed you guys shared? <laughs> <laughs> Funny too. We get there and it was like the planes, trains, and autom- automobiles uh, scene where they walk in and there's one queen bed like that. You're like, like dun dun, and you look around, you scan, you're like, where's the other bed? <laughs> oh, man. So they had to fix that, and they uh, apparently there's all they did was they just moved the the beds. They oh, really that's handy. Yeah, so I guess when you're there and you get a queen, it's really just two twins or whatever together. No waking up with uh, your hand between so, two pillows. No, no, but that, that was pretty amusing when we first saw that. Like, okay, <laughs> gonna be an interesting trip. <laughs> <laughs> My hand would have been right up like dibs on the floor. Uh, <laughs> There's two kinds of people that exist. Those that lead with the heart or the fist. Got to choose which one you gonna be All the fighters come together, follow me 
my bubble when we talked the other day, but one of my questions was, how many people asked where I was? What is always entertaining to me is when, when I run into people we know and they say, where's Baco? <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're like a little, my little, my little puppet. I put, I put, hello there. He's, he's right here. He's Baco. <laughs> I'm in a suitcase like, like, in your room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you'll be uh, performing yeah. in the lounge. Hold later. on. Hold on for a second. I have to inflate him. <laughs> he's like, like, a, like a pool toy or something like that. Yeah, uh, I asked because, on. like, my feed, other than you, everybody I seem to know on Facebook was on this cruise except for me. You know, uh, it's like, yeah. oh, my God. Uh, it just it, it. And I don't know if I just paid more attention this year because I knew you were going to be on there. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I just it, it blew up basically for the next five days. That's all I saw, you know, from just so many people. But, uh, well, let me just run down. Did you run into all these people. You already said you got to meet the Meister. Uh, how, how was that? Uh, did you enjoy your, your exchange? Was his wife with or a girlfriend or whatever? Um, it just seemed to be him. I mean, there's there okay. friends of his just hanging out, but nobody that was introduced in that way to me. What about uh, did you run into Izzy Presley at all? Did, but did not talk to him. What I up? saw him. He, that, that, that's there's. We'll get into the, those too, hundred percent. Like because that was some of the comedy shows we went into. Uh, I'll go into okay. as well. Although then more on the podcaster level, like Stephen Michael, Sonny Pooney, Stephen Wright. Yeah. Yep, and Jen, uh, Stephen's wife, Jen, and you know, definitely hung out with them with Pooney. Uh, for a bit, Stephen Wright. It was it was weird. Like the first two days, there was a lot of efforts. I will tell you this about the cruise too, and you've hear I've heard this from other <laughs> recaps. It is so like things going on all the time that it's it's difficult to connect a lot of times. To that end, it was it was yes, we connected, but it was also difficult at the same time to to make the time because people were doing different things. Like, are you going yeah. to the show? No, I don't like them. I'm going to the show. You kind of tease that some of the bands dropped out. What was the final tally that get that pulled off? Do you know? Yeah, I've got it written down. Um, so, so no Tom Kiefer, Skid Row, Michael Monroe, Hardcore Superstar, LA Guns, also gone on a lesser, uh, you know, scale of wine to see. But, but actually at this point, I'm like, I'm still wanted to be amused by seeing great, the great whites, right? Mm. So the great yeah. whites weren't there either. And I was like, cause, oh. cause I imagined like the great whites being on the pool deck you know, we're right outside of Cozumel. The light is shining, as you know. It hits, it hits, you know, our boy's teeth, and all of a sudden it goes, you know, to the staff of Raw. Shows where the raid, you know, the the Lost Ark is. I mean, I just imagine all these things that could happen. The beauty of it. Jaws comes out of the ocean and chomps off part of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Whatever. We use all kinds of you know fresh movie references. Fresh movie references all around. But. Uh, but no, great. The great white wasn't there. And then, if, then we knew, unfortunately, throat cancer. Chris Holmes. So mm. that was one that was announced. That was new, new. But I thought that would be entertaining. To I assume his set would have been Wasp in some way. Right? Yeah, so no, I know he missing. plays a handful of Wasp for sure. Probably. And then again, it's probably a fifty-fifty. But I don't. I honestly don't know. Yeah, and then you've got stuff like uh, Frank Hannon. Uh, dropped out, and Brian. The reason that was, I thought that was be fun, is Brian Wheat was also there doing. So you could have done a Tesla acoustic set or something like that so that, that's not a lesser little caesar i couldn't talk avocados you know they dropped boy. off um yep little caesar didn't show oh, i did not no hear that wow 
Yep, Little Caesar wasn't there. And then even like the, you didn't get a full metal show. You know, you had you had Eddie. Eddie was there and Don was there, but Jim Florentine did not make it. Wow. So then stuff like that. Uh, so that's I, I might be missing some, but yeah, so you had like 10, 10 acts that I was interested in seeing. Yeah, with everybody that Blabbermouth wow. talks about on this boat, they were kind of running out of things to cover. They did run a story about uh, how great it was that Brian Wheat and uh, Tommy Skeo sat down next to Eddie Trunk. Uh, and, of course, Blabbermouth mm-hmm. found the two worst pictures of both those people to, to promote the story. <laughs> I, it's funny you said that because somebody mentioned, because they had just recorded that that. Uh, that thing on Sirius XM or whatever, because he's broadcasting from like the, oh, that's another thing too. So they, so to go into more environment too, the sports, the sports bar had endless loops of, of all the videos playing what you would never see in a sports bar uh, from, you know, from all the bands were there. That was a cool like mix in general. And that's where they had that they would do the, like Eddie's show. That you're and you about. were on the boat during the Super Bowl. Did everybody stop to watch the halftime show? <laughs> <laughs> Funny, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll save that to what I watched, and I probably would have preferred okay. seeing the halftime show in a second. But for that point too, Alice Cooper, we were we, that was the day I saw Alice Cooper, and they moved him to like a matinee show. He's he's played like four thirty, so then he would be done by the time the Super Bowl started. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it was That's, like a notable uh, event because uh, where they made sure people had a chance to watch it on the boat, huh? It was on the pool. Yeah. So on the, so on the, um, the pool deck level, you always have this massive like stadium size uh, TV or whatever you want to call it, screen where you could see the band or logos or, or the Super Bowl that day. Man, if my, you know, which is every year, but if your team, for me anyway, if your team's not in it, that is a way to fucking watch that game, man. Floating around the Atlantic or wherever the fuck you're at, uh, uh, with uh, on the fucking pool deck, man. They I'm had, envious they now. Hot, yeah, and the pool deck, you had like three or four hot tubs you could be in there watching. Oh man, have, have the, Coors you know Lights floating around me. <laughs> so I'll hit, I'll hit that. Pruning. I had more. I had more, more Coors Lights in uh, in, in in the time I was there that I have in. You know, last ten years. That was my go-to. On <laughs> right on. Because I was worried about you. Um, I, I looked up and got some information to make sure there is nothing I could do to help you know assist you in these travels. So I pulled up the Monsters of Rock Cruise. If you go to their website, they have a What to Know PDF that you can download. It's basically a ten-page yeah. document, and there's a couple items on here I wanted to, that I highlighted that I wanted to run by you. Uh, then no, now there's sure. a page called Customizing Your Vacation, and there's one part as I'm reading about three paragraphs, and it says in 2022 we are doing an Unlimited, they capitalized unlimited and underlined it. So they and this whole thing is put in bold with the rest of the, the yeah. paragraph, isn't unlimited alcoholic drink package. Did you partake in that? The one thing you'll never hear outside of the cruise is this phrase. And I heard this phrase from many people. The drink package was a great investment. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know how much it was then? It doesn't say. Yes, I know exactly what it is. So no, no, first off, it's not an investment. It's yeah. a cost. Investment is stocks and things like that. Yes, but anyway, yes. so the 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 package was is very strict. It's a hundred dollars a day. You have to get it for all five days. So five hundred bucks. Everybody everybody in your cabin also has to, to to qualify. Has to get it too. So you can't be like the the mule that's going out and getting the alcohol and bringing it back. Oh, you know yeah. I was like, I don't understand that, but now it makes total sense. It's like a buffet. You know, you you can't fill up your plate you bring it to dave and then go back for yourself okay okay but again i want to make sure that when you're hearing the drink 
package was a great investment. You're not hearing it that way. You're thinking you're hearing the drink pack of well, the great <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Sound like Ozzy Osbourne telling you that yeah. information. Okay, a lot of drunk motherfuckers on this book. Oh <laughs> yeah, okay, my and, people. And by the way, so with the with tip included, a beer will cost you like a Coors Light will cost you about nine or ten bucks. That's what I expected going into this. That when they add all the bullshit and the tax and all that stuff in there, it's going to be about nine or ten bucks. So. No fucking way am I polishing off every day, every day, 10 drinks. I, I just, maybe you could every day for 10 days. It's exhausting with the amount of activities you're doing. Yeah. Fuck that. It was plenty. I probably spent 50 or 60 bucks a day in, in alcohol. Plenty, plenty for me. And then. So I, you, I, you, you know, initially I'm thinking, yeah, that's really ten beers over noon to midnight. But then when you pa- you factor and you're doing five days in a row, that that can be a bit much. Uh, it's too much, e- you e- have even a day for off. an experienced drinker. Uh, yeah. So yeah, and if so. if you're not, then you're probably too drunk to get to beer ten. So no, I, actually I think at that cost, I, I, one, I don't know that I could have convinced you know you or whoever I was rooming with to do it. But I would have been more with you as like, you know what, I'm just going to see how much it actually cost me out of pocket because, yeah, you know what, there's probably going to be at least one day, if not two, where it's light to no drinking. Um, just saying. And at one point, you're like, am I an alcoholic? <laughs> because that's, that's a lot of drinking for five days. I mean, if I did that drink, no way. Uh, Jim, no way. Jim, no way. Jim, Jim Jeffrey says there's an alcoholic and there's a drunk. Uh, yeah. So, you, you you know, you you can drink for five days without being an alcoholic, but probably not. <laughs> but then you're trying my whole point is that if you get that package you want to get your money's worth so you're trying to get to that my point is it's a break even if you drink 10 beers yeah so my you're gonna go 15 because now you're like now i'm in the money i'm in the good Getting zone ahead yeah you know let's see yeah you, and you gotta get you have to do 20 to get down to the price point that i'm comfortable with of five dollars <laughs> so you I, if i'm ever going on the cruise you are not getting the trick package i will not be with <laughs> not gonna happen not gonna happen maybe back in the day fuck five days in a row fuck no i just uh ugh. All day. God, so when God you get bless up, the people that did it. You know, they're probably not great at math, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe not. Next, next, you have a list? You yeah, I got one, one, yeah. one more thing on here I thought was fun. It says dress code and theme nights are are to be posted on the Monsters of Rock Welcome Aboard page. Of course, you're not required no. to participate, but we encourage as it adds to your onboard experience. Two things there. One, what is, what's the fucking dress code for Monsters Rock? Isn't it basically black T-shirts and flip-flops? Uh, and uh, swim trunks, I would think. Uh, and what, what, what were their theme nights? So you can get into both of those. So there was one that was a uh, like randomly a James Bond like villain or... Don't you have whatever. to know in advance, though, to be prepared for that? Oh, no. They, they let you know. Oh, that. okay. They, they okay. give you emails and stuff like that. Like, if you want to do that, like, it's just, a, it's just an excuse for some lady to put on, like, a sexy gold like gold uh outfit or one of the oh. you know whatever it was that what was the one that gold gold finger where she got painted sure so you have some ladies that got painted up and stuff uh, like but, that. but pause there what was the uh squish to male ratio if you're just talking about female to male maybe 15 15 percent 
20. I mean, there's some couples and stuff like that. I'm not sure which, which ones were with the bands and, and so stuff like that, but the, the, the supposition sa- from a few years back is right that there probably is a ton of jerking off in the shower on the Monsters <laughs> yeah, of Rock cruise. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I mean, how can you not after watching a set of dangerous toys? Right? <laughs> Just hearing that makes me want to jerk off. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, come on. Anyway, teasing, pleasing. Yeah. So did you dress up for James Bond night? No. Okay. I mean, basically everybody was like, it was the whole thing. You, you know, made David shorts, Glenn look like a total dick. T-shirt. I did. He was all, it was all dressed up nice. All dapper. Ready roll. Yeah, all dapper. He's like, you motherfucker. Uh, no, T- to that end, there is, uh, I can tell you things you'll never see again. There was a, uh, a steakhouse that was like an upgrade um, option that we did. Okay. So you could, for one night, you can actually have a, a for, versus going to the buffet, you could go get a steak. Okay, so we went in there, and you'll never see this again. Another Monsters Rock cruise, and that is being seated next to in a steakhouse. A guy, one guy wearing a uh, sporting a sporting a Woody T-shirt <laughs> from uh, Dangerous Toys, and another guy wearing no joke, your favorite, a fuck like a piece T-shirt. Nice at the steakhouse. Yeah, right on. Yeah, come yeah. on. Typically, and that's kind of the sequence of events you want, right? You want to see a sport in a Woody, and then a fuck like a beast. I don't, I don't know. You, you hit that. Order. You go to the right outback uh, steakhouse. You might run into that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, this fuck like a beast T-shirt. I don't think this was a vintage T-shirt. This was all cut up, sleeveless. This okay. looked like it was from 1984. Right. I was impressed. So uh, anyway. What's the next? What's the next? That was it off the 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 there's, prepare there's, yourself. Yeah, there's page, some theme, theme nights, but for the most part, everybody was just. It doesn't matter where you go; you can wear your rock. Too. You can go to di- you can go to the you, every night. You can actually go to a real dinner too and sit down, which is in this nice ballroom like you would see in the Titanic. Yeah. Except everybody's. That's another thing too. Even in the ballroom, playing deep cuts on the speakers. Cool. When you're in this beautiful place. So. The, now that 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 uh, part really to me always adds to the environment. Uh, you know, having music everywhere. Uh, I, I think that's kind of cool. Now. D- I, when you go to the buffet, how often did did you were people cutting in front of you at all? Did you uh, have to bring your no. own tongs? Uh, <laughs> no, was like there that. any like uh, was Mark Giacchini there with his own special extra long tongs to reach around people? <laughs> and you didn't. You this buffet they served you. They, you couldn't get your own food. Oh, is that a COVID you know thing? I don't know if it is or not, but it's a good thing. I think. Right. They, they, you just you just point. You go need this. Need this. And then they put it on almost like a cafeteria. I guess so. Okay, yeah, more like a cafeteria. Right. You don't have again, like you're at like, IKEA. To, to, yes, I should say this is a Royal Caribbean boat. This is not a shark boat. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> like, the boat know, looked. Like, yeah, the pictures they, I saw looked amazing. Up, updated tech wise, everything. You, you, nothing looked. Nothing looked like it was like Jesus Christ. You know, you go to these hotels sometimes or whatever. You're like they get updated this shit. Everything looks looked good. Uh, staff. Maybe at 75%, like everywhere, look a little low on the number of people that were helping you. So there are some weights for things like that. Okay. All right. Well, you know, that's that's the way things are right now. Did you? The s- world is right now. Did you run into uh, um, that that kid, Connor, that we talked to at Rock and Pod? He's apparently a performer uh, in the piano lounge. He played with Rare Hair or Tyson Leslie, who was in that band, too. He- okay. So thank you on that end. I'm glad I didn't want to forget this. Tyson Leslie, who, if you've been to Rock and Pod, is the guy that, that organizes the Rare Hair, and he does a lot, of, a lot of different things. The MVP of the boat, that dude never stopped he played keyboards in multiple bands like if they needed if there was something that had hmm. that keyboards in it they didn't just pipe in some recorded backing tracks he was all over the place organized a rare hair night i i was super impressed he's by the him. official I, so keyboard I player for vixen i know like like he tours yes. with them and that was the other thing too is vixen didn't make the boat not that i 
cared. But they were at the pre <laughs> they were at the pre party, but they didn't go on the boat. Mm. But Tyson Tyson Leslie did. Next question. Well, our uh, friend of the show Courtney was there. Uh, she did a comedy set. Did you take in any of that stuff? Absolutely did. So they had uh, she did a comedy set where they wrote uh, a set for Winger. So he did he did stand up, which that one got unfortunately got too full. There was like one of these areas that just it was. They picked the wrong venue to do this. Okay. They didn't expect that many people to be there. So we couldn't even get in, even though we were there on time, uh, near on time for that one. So that set I didn't see, but I did see two other things she was involved in that I'll get into in a second. Okay. But with the winger part, here's something you'll never hear. So this is with Steve and Michael. We were trying to arrange a time to get together. And he said, I think we should get together for an after winger dinner. Now I want you to say that fast. I want you to say that. I want you to say that fast. Say after winger dinner fast. After winger dinner. Uh, uh, you don't say dinger. I guess after a few drinks, everybody keeps saying dinger. But first oh, off, fuck yeah, I would be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's okay. early. I'm having okay. coffee. I'm on top of my shit right now. That's right. Yeah. But but have you ever heard the term an after winger dinner? <laughs> I love it. Let's try but, that again. So winger, but call me after a Viking Packer game uh, and yeah, see how go. I do. <laughs> after winger dinger. So winger was playing at seven, uh, and uh, you know dinner was was at eight. I, by the way, I did not have an after winger dinner. I had a mid winger dinner because I was fucking out after like like four or five songs. It was it was never seen winger before. It was exactly as described. They were okay, but I also after lifeless, right? The they did like no energy. Depends who you talk to, because at the after winger dinner that I went to, <laughs> I was set. This is another phrase I don't think you'll hear any, anywhere off the boat. Was winger was incredible i'm going to hear you that again winger was incredible which i will let go because the actual definition of of incredible is too extraordinary and improbable to be believed (laughs) that's the definition of incredible (laughs) look maybe i've only seen like i've seen i've seen them twice recently they just seem like five guys that like aren't really sure what to do they were fine i watched them but i just i didn't have it they played they they, they played easy come easy go and that was my cue I gotta go you know what i mean so did like you I hear just, 17 i did not stay for 17 okay i'm just curious uh, if he still does that he had a little like monologue about how it's kind of goofy singing it now and oh, it's uncomfortable sure. but uh i did see uh, uh i did uh, uh have winger stretch next to me at the gym oh so. really kip Yep. Yeah, Kip, he's uh, he's in, he, it gets in, it looks great in shape. Like like, like he's he they, he he performed well. It just wasn't my my bag, man. That's great all I'm singer. Like, I refined. think I think he still sounds yes. good. Uh, I, I think he does really good with the acoustic stuff too. Uh, um, so yeah, no, no shots with any of those guys as far as talent. Nope. It's just like it just seems like they all stare at the floor a lot, and I don't know. It's almost like I imagine them with music stands in front of them. I just <laughs> kind of, yeah. They don't move around too much.
at any point during this entire cruise, did you find yourself in a, a picture of someone taking? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I don't think I did. I, I was, I was such, it was such an overwhelming first two or three days that, so if I can kind of recap what you should do, what I should do if you do this cruise too. Uh, and that is to get the fuck organized before you get on there. Part of the problem was that they didn't release the schedule until we were on the ship. Okay. Like they only released like the first day uh, prior. Uh, so that was a little difficult, but I can tell you the, the I can tell you. So here's the positive part. Uh, we get there and, and here's another thing you'll never hear otherwise somewhere else. And that at first when all the bands would play, people would line up and these lines would snake all the way through a casino, through the sports bar. Just imagine this line going on very far. It just, just, until people realize you don't really need to line up as soon as they open the doors, you just find your seat and it doesn't get packed. Okay. Okay. But this first, but the first band playing, the line was ridiculously long and, and somebody went up to me and said, said something I'll never be asked again. That was, Hey, is this the line for rhino bucket? (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to hear that? At a rhino, rhino bucket fucking show. bucket? I don't, God, I don't think there's ever going to be a line, even at a rhino bucket show, wow. is my point. Ah, that's a shot. Okay, I like it. Yeah. I like it. So, yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the first day, my selection was I can kick off the crew cruise with enough enough playing Beatles covers, yeah. or I can go see Rhino Bucket. I picked Rhino Bucket. They were Rhino Bucket. I don't, I don't remember anything about it except the fact that it kind of sounded like ACDC, yeah. and that, that was the show. So that's my review of Rhino Bucket. Um, uh, were there any bands you did not see, or were you able to catch everybody at least a little bit? So that was the whole thing, is, was once, once those, those uh, kind of top-tier bands were gone, it was like, okay, I'm going to try to find fun with, with some other stuff that maybe I wouldn't check out. And I'll just I'll, I'll hit on that real quick. You want me to hit on yeah, that? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so the um, one that, that I probably would have maybe missed was uh, Resistant Bite, that, was, uh, that we saw their first show in, in Rock and Pod. Completely different show now. Okay. Like, first off, Tommy Skioch's guitar, the tone, fucking amazing. We uh, where where was that? He was just looked it, like he was in it. The the singer who I cannot place his name right now. It was a pl- it completely. It, I mean, what we saw was their first show. Energy guy out crowd surfing. This the the he basically looks like a miniature Steven Tyler, like Dio size okay. Steven Tyler. Vocals are great. They, I didn't even need to hear two Tesla songs. They ended with that, of course. Great, great guitar Mahog- tone because he's running a Marshall JCM 800. Yes. When I see that, that- I know it's going to sound great. 100%. No matter. Is, are you being serious right now? Sort of. I'm kind of taking a dig at you, but also giving a shout out to the my preferred amp. Anyway. My whole point is that I, I could tell what <laughs> Tesla is missing, missing from listening to him. They were just on fire. I actually went back to the album. And uh, the second ha- that album is the second half of the album is better than the first. I like they were a surprise. My point is, I really enjoyed that show. Okay. Uh, another cool. Another thing, another one that I probably would have never seen um, uh, would be Killer Dwarves, uh, which were taller than expected. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Zing. there is a dwarf. I don't think I don't think that that there is a dwarf in the band. I think they're all like. Normal sized dude, maybe they're five, 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 six. Yeah, you might have been. Uh, <laughs> actually, I think that's fairly short. Uh, I guess I don't know for a rock star. That's fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah, what is he five seven? I was expecting a much more diminutive band. So that was, I mean, pff, the name is ridiculous. At least if you have that name, you better be tiny. If you're getting up on stage, uh, you for take me, things man. way too literally. Oh my god! How did you like him? Did you enjoy him? I don't know. 
<laughs> I just saw look, there was a, like a thing like I was watching this like am I really on a boat watching killer dwarves <laughs> like that kind of thing yeah. like they 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 were they were okay they were better than expected then you got stuff like like dangerous toys maybe I wouldn't have caught that show uh, I do like the song scared a lot um uh, Did they I, play I, that? Because the singer actually hates that song. <laughs> he actually, that was what they encored with. And cool. he did a whole thing where he wrote that song because of his, as a tribute to Ellis Cooper, mm-hmm. I guess. I, I never made that connection, but I guess the, the video has snakes because I saw that video in the bar that, that weekend. Um, uh, but, uh, but they, so, so that, that, that set, have you ever seen them live? Yeah. So and the, I've the seen, uh, what's his other band called? The one that he, he uh, Broken Teeth? Broken Teeth. Seen them a couple times. Very energetic, fun. The Dangerous Torres aren't my aren't my band, but but as far as performance wise, they did a good job. But the, I've never seen this before. The guitarist who looks like kind of like a little ZZ Top, like a Dusty Hill kind of guy. At least he does now. He has a beard. Yeah. He used. I've never seen this before. The, the guitarist used it as a running track. I'm talking about. He kept running in front, in front of. Imagine just running in a circle the entire time, not like Angus, but using it like a track. He was fucking hilarious. Right on. The entire, lot great performance there. Um, but just, you know, I have never been encouraged to sing things like Sportin' a Woody. I've just never had that before. Uh, uh, name another song by them besides... Well, Tease and Pleasin'. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have the CD in front of me. You, you've nailed the three singles they had. Sure. <laughs> Sportin' a Woody was a single. That, uh, to me, even for that its time... That was a single, too? Yeah. Amazing. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, I don't go deep. I, what was their... Yeah, I only had the first record by them. They kind of came out as like a... Um, on the 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 coattails of GNR blowing up, uh, they were kind of that kind okay. of yep, raunchy kind of rock and roll hard rock band. So. Yeah, they 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 do what they do well. Um, trying to think of other ones that that kind of is oh, I think I had no interest in really seeing it unless there was nothing else going on. Was Nerd Halen? So this this they they played on the pool stage. Do you know who Hell Sparks is? Yeah, because I did not know who this guy. He used to be like one of these talking heads on uh, VH1 a lot. I love I love the seventies along with Michael Ian Black. Yeah, that those when they started doing those shows. So he fronts the band, very very, but, but both performance wise and they they don't really. It's not like um, God damn it, Steel Panther. They play them pretty straight, except like during the breakdowns when Dave talks, like in like a Unchained or Panama. Panama, they throw, they throw some ad libbing on, on in there, uh, which is pretty funny. But great, it, it, that was that was a, a a fun performance. But then it's like at the same time, I'm like, that was one of the better performances of the boat, and it's a cover band. You know what I mean? For, for as far as like headliners. Yeah, well, you're also a big fan of that kind of stuff, uh, like uh, Max Sabbath and uh, uh, no, never seen the Max <laughs> Sabbath. Uh, I, like I'm saying, I you're not hearing me. No, I'm just on, kidding. On, they uh, look, they parody it. I, I did hear you. Yes. No. Yeah. They they dress up as nerds. I'm very offended. And they, he by used the hearing, word nerd yes. instead of van, and then they Risk. play the songs like that Ned Flanders um, band. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe so. I'm not sure. Jump in here. I I have, I'm. It's it's a lot to unpack. You yeah, know. I get it. What about? Uh, sure did you take uh, any trips off the boat? Did you, did you get in, into any of those kind of like? I don't know. They they stopped. Where did they stop? And did you leave the boat at all? So they stopped two places. They the ports they went to were Coco. K, uh, it's just basically a beach. We went off off to do that, uh, and then the other one is Cozumel, which I did not 
go to just because they basically take you to a port where you just have enough time to maybe go to. People are saying like, yeah, I went to Senior Frogs. I'm like, why would you go to Senior Frogs? Why would you go to Margaritaville? You know, those are the, it was, they joke you off in like a little touristy area. Yeah, I hear the Cuban sandwich is great there though. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? I should have, I should have done that. that, that well, how that about, was hey, a missed opportunity. did you deliver? Is there a video of you telling Jeff Tate to show us the tits? I, I have, uh, okay, so let's go into Jeff Tate. Um, I have a recording of it. Nobody could hear me say it. It was it was at the Royal Theater. It wasn't like it. Yeah. I imagine him playing actually one of the smaller venues where that could work pretty well. Um, but they had he played. So he, this one you Jeff failed Tate me. Played. You failed me. I did. You have failed me for the last time. I did. But he played all of Rage for Order one night and all of uh, Empire another night. So the first first night he comes out Rage for Order. I don't know that song except for the Shadows song, the opening track. I mean I don't know that album. Uh, Jeff Tate comes out in full Jeff Tate mode. I'm talking about like you could either you're either gonna take you're gonna either love it or you're not. Where he comes out, he's wearing a full. T- he looked like Pitbull, the rapper Pitbull. Okay, he's got like the yeah. you know he's got the shaved head, but he was wearing a full suit, pocket square, shiny as fuck, all all this stuff like that. His band is one guy wearing a kilt for no reason, one guy shirtless, one guy with a mohawk, and the drummer is using a what do you call those like square like electronic pads? Like it's not a full kit. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like, oh, like a, yeah, just a little well, electronic like drum set. Yeah, like a, like a, whatever. So the drum sounded kind of electronic y or something. It was just an interesting choice on that. I stayed for one song on there. I was like, I'm out. And, uh, and, 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 uh, Puni will go over it in his show. Like, he, he draws a fine line on pocket squares for lead singers. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, at that point, he, he, he can't, he can't take it. It's not, it's at that point, it's not rock and roll. It was like Vegas. Like, the guy came out and he actually, he looked like a magician. And to that end, like, two songs in, he goes, it's magic here tonight. I'm like, two I songs, huh? a fucking magician. Two songs, huh? Two songs in. Yeah, but you left after the I first wait. song. Yeah. Okay, okay. Half into the, the, the between the banter of the first. You got to work on your lies, man. You got to work on your lies. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Um, and he played the Royal Theater both nights, and he looked he looked thrilled to be there. His voice was okay. Uh, but uh, the next night he dressed down and he was wearing just like a button up shirt. He wasn't wearing a full tex when he did Empire. I prefer I more of a- uh, shirtless with a uh, like a, a vest, Jeff mm-hmm. Tate. That's, no vest. That's, that's what I like. I, that's my Jeff Tate look. I'm like, just come out rocking the 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 show. Maybe he he doesn't have the the body he used to, but uh, yeah, that to me is okay. that's that's my preferred Jeff Tate. And I think only sure. one pocket square can fit in the vest. So yeah, he did Empire. It's that you know they start Empire start, starts with that song like you're gonna win this race. What's that song called? It's like um, best you're I can. Do a great job, best I can. Yeah. So they start out with that little inspirational song, and I made it through a few. But at, at one point I was like, eh, just I guess I just the Tate is just something about that that that. <laughs> That lineup. I wish I had a picture of just that lineup. I think it's the same band that that I saw then. I think the guy with the mohawk is his son-in-law. I'm not positive. Okay. Um, But, uh, yeah, I know they're they're a talented band. Um, I I, I would prefer definitely with with something like that. Unless you're going to play... Operation Mindcrime, but just give me kind of an overview package set list. Yeah, I just... uh, yeah, I just I don't need to hear those two records. Uh, I mean, I'll listen to them at home maybe, but I don't. Right, I'm out so, having maybe, some beers. Maybe. Jeff, show me your tits. Play fucking the hits, yeah. baby. So maybe for your maybe Rage for Order is probably like a a big deep cut, awesome. You're only going to see that in, on a boat kind of thing. Maybe I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's a. 
Well, no, I, God, I thought he was doing that on a tour, but I'm probably wrong. I, well, maybe he is. Yeah, Either way, that's that's good fan service, I guess, for those Queen Strike fans. It's just not not my cup of tea again. Just a little too polished. Sure, I, I know what you're saying about his voice too. It still sounds good, but it it, it isn't quite like the heyday. But you know, again, how fucking old is this guy? I mean, it's it's amazing. He sounds as good as he does. I think so. Besides that, there's a lot of bands that almost like by law have to show up in any of these these boats or these packages, like. I cannot see any kind of 80s fest related thing without Kicks and Slaughter fucking being there, right? Yeah, like I guess. Every time. Or uh, Jackal. Kicks, they course, were missing this year, though, weren't they? Yeah, they weren't there. No, anyway. But, uh, anyway, but Kicks, Kicks did, did, yeah, Kicks did a, 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 one of the, the better shows I saw that weekend. They're always consistent. And yeah. then um, it sounded good. But again, they're Kicks. Slaughter. I, pr- I said they did a good job a couple months ago when I saw them at this other fest. This one, I just watched. Yeah, no, they were off. Stuff like that, okay. but I, you know, there wasn't one of those bands I would, I would, I would skip normally. But then with a little amount of cancellations, hey, let's go see some slaughter. You know, sure. what I, mean? I got the schedules kind of opened up. Um, but as far as the best on the boat, first off, there was the invasion of Sweden. We had many bands from Sweden there. Um, still, you had a band called Heat, Crazy Licks, and Eclipse. So Eclipse saw both shows, two different environments, pool, and in the. Um, the studio be both best shows that on the boat it, because I think a lot of times, first off, I'm a clips fan, but, but even with, with that, uh, no discernible backing tracks. Cause I'm, a, I'll go into that in a second. Uh, cause they have huge, big gang yep, course yep. type things. That's no, pretty much every Sweden band does that now. <laughs> yes. But they didn't have, I mean, they sang them, but you, but they weren't like huge on, on the flip side, crazy licks and heat. Backing tracks galore on those guys. Okay, just for the for the for the for the choruses, fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I, I'm not. And at one point, I was like, "Is this is this okay? Maybe it's okay if that's the kind of thing you want to do." But at the same time, Eclipse could do it, and it still was great without that extra punch and over the top gang choruses. What's your thought on gang choruses? Maybe yeah. Live. What's your thought? Oh, I, I just, just I, I always say play live if if you need it. Yeah. Put some bodies on the stage. You know, get. Get get some people up there to sing it if if you really need it. Otherwise, just do it, man. Like Eclipse is the band that actually is current. You know, they're 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 still climbing or they're wherever they're, they're going to be. So sure. they, their energy level was. I loved it. I could just say hands down, awesome. best show easily uh, on that. And it was one of those things where, where I stood back from a positive thing and saying, you know what, I would never see these guys ever. Glad I saw them. Yeah, and I glad I saw them twice in the boat. The other one was that for whatever reason, I could have gone to any bowling alley my entire adult life to catch these guys, but I've never seen them live, and that is Faster Pussycat. Saw, saw, them, saw them for the first time, saw both of their shows. Best fucking band on the boat. Oh, right, right on. Now, I was shocked because t- Tame, uh, Tammy has been sober, not smoking. I guess he used to go through a five packs of cigarette on, on stage, could hardly make it through his set. This is what I've heard from old. Yeah fucking the band everything and they played everything i wanted to hear where there's whipped there's a way they played everything from the first for those two two albums and more and they played two different sets that's okay so eclipse some of the bands play the same goddamn thing twice other ones would switch it up at least five or six songs and they were one of those bands that did it so those two bands alone was amazed and then you know on my list too was karabi never seen him live always wanted to, to see him so unfortunately, during this, just to answer your question earlier, what was I doing during the first part of the Super Bowl? I was seeing a seven o'clock show with Karabi playing acoustic in the Royal Theater. And he starts off and he says, guys, I'm just going to let you know right now, my have blown my fucking voice. He was, 
He turned it into like a half comedy show, struggling. One of those things that you could you felt oh, pain. He kept alluding. He wasn't he wasn't being like a Paul Stanley, like I'm singing great here and I'm avoiding the issue. Yeah. He was like really kind of like almost ashamed. To his credit, he kind of pushed through. It was fucking. I mean, people kept leaving throughout. I stayed for the whole thing, but it was. I hope to see a Krabi show where he doesn't sound like that. He's got a great voice, yeah. but he did something to it. So, well, he's a smoker we as well. So, uh, yep. So he, uh, so he, he just he destroyed it from talking or too loud or, or having two other shows. So, okay. Is there anything else you wanted to get into before we get out of here, man? Yeah. Well, I, I do say too. I forgot to mention that that I was I gave a smile on my face too, or I knew I was in the right place where uh, Don Jameson introed. When he introed the first show that we saw was Rhino Bucket. When he introed them, he said he came on the stage, and here's a joke: it probably wouldn't land elsewhere. He just goes, "Hey, everybody, my name's Eddie Trunk, and I have a house in Vegas." <laughs> <laughs> Immediately bust, busting this guy's balls. Yeah, right on. Uh, you know his his buddy right away. But I'm like, I I had a great laugh on that, and there was all that stuff. Like every time he got on stage, was was busting uh, 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 people. Like he also said he introed uh, Faster Pussycat, and he goes, "Ladies and gentlemen." The only band on the on the boat that has their own VD, Faster Pussycat, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know a couple of things like that. One of the guys from Faster Pussycat, when he after a round of applause, he said, "Thanks for the clap." <laughs> How has that never been used on stage before? That's a great line. Yeah, it is. Come on, <laughs> I dig it. Um, so, so as far as that goes, Eddie Trunk had to fill in time. Eddie Trunk had a show. Called Eddie Trunk's bed t- Rock and Roll Bedtime Stories, and it was at eight fifteen. <laughs> you know what? Considering the crowd and the host, I think that's apropos. Uh, now, granted, probably not on a cruise, but fuck it, we all go to bed at nine. We know it. Uh, now, the show is going until one or two in the morning on the boat. I think it was hilarious to call it bedtime stories. Hey, well, 15. What was this thing where everybody got together in a room and painted a picture of Alice Cooper? Do you know what that's about? Uh, it must have been some art thing. With like, They had two people selling art. That was uh, Brian Wheat. No, this um, wasn't that. Tesla. It was like a. It was like people. No? It was like a paint by numbers because almost all their paintings oh. looked the same. Uh, like oh. people on the cruise got together yep. and painted Alice Cooper. Like it was like I a. That. Like making pizza with Paul Stanley, but this is painting a picture of Alice Cooper. I, I know. I, I think, I think Puni did that. That was one of the things I, I, that I missed. Like, okay. Like, so, so on that, so I did go to the, the Eddie truck bedtime stories for a little bit. Did he tell you this? Was it on our show where he told the story of the audition tape for, for Florentine and Don Jameson, where they sent this terrible file of them doing an upper decker on, uh, inside of a toilet. And then it, and then that's the, they sent to MTV. No, no, I don't think so. Show? No. Okay, so it was that kind of beautiful bedtime stories that you got to hear from him. But but then you got then there was I was I was proposed because I missed that winger set that our friend Courtney you know organized and Izzy. Um, so so but they had another obligation was the next day they had to do nine a.m. bingo with Jason Beeler of Saigon Kick in solo and Courtney. Are you hearing this? Yeah. Bingo at nine a.m. So because of 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 professional get a mimosa. Uh, well, just. Listen, I wasn't set. This was day three. I needed to sleep in at this point. But out of Nine social obli- ob- obligations, <laughs> at what? You don't think it's you're, we're up to like one or two, bro. Yeah, I got to sleep. Hey, man, I'm an early riser. I go to bed at 3 a.m. I'm definitely showered by nine. Anyway, uh, so I said, OK, I'm going to go do bingo. So we get there. The guy that runs the bingo, I think does it for a bunch of old people all the time. He wouldn't give Courtney or Beeler wouldn't give the mic to Courtney. And then they just go, well, sorry, we're going to go back to the bed. 
But we were already stuck in the bingo room with this over flamboyant guy that never gets to tell dirty jokes. And he did stuff like this. So for an hour, David, Stephen, Michael were on there with this guy who's like doing jokes like, hey, number is 069. Sounds like dinner for two. <laughs> that was my 9 a.m. Bingo time. Bingo for an hour with Courtney and Beeler that just left and went back to bed and we were stuck in there. Why couldn't you leave? Because uh, at that point, we kind of felt like dicks leaving because the show had already started. You know what I'm saying? When bingo starts, you better stay. Were you actually playing bingo? Yes. Okay. And there were prizes. There were prizes to be had, merch merch credits and things like that. It was a high stakes game, bingo game. <laughs> Why wouldn't the guy let him use the mic? Uh, some COVID worry? I don't know. No, he was being a dick. This was his world. This is his fucking bingo room. He does bingo. It was a weird kind of like the guy who uh, who runs karaoke at a bar and sings, you know, one out of every four songs. Yeah, he, he all, it was the weirdest thing. Like, like I, I didn't even know it was. They told us about it later. But anyway, so then Jason Beeler and this guy named Jeff Scott Soto uh, did this a set together too. This guy, yeah. some dude, and everything like that. And they basically these two, the riffing between mm-hmm. both of them and the and the ball busting and the amazing, um, just. Whenever they actually, they would sing like half a song and then go into more riffs. It was like watching, like a like a comedy show with amazing musicians. That was a very unique experience too for that hour. Yeah, so they I'm just do giving a, lot you a couple of, stuff of highlights. Yeah, no, but they have it down. I mean, it's it's like right it's on. like a beautiful train wreck. with Jeff drinking wine, cheap wine, and uh, I said, "Do you feel the same way I feel about Eddie Trunk, Jeff?" Huh? And you said, you said, yes, I feel the same oh, way. Well, I'm part of the story, sorry. So we're just going to, I'm just going to do this because it's a love song from us to him. And, you know, I hope you guys uh, can relate to the man love. <laughs> Why do birds suddenly appear every time that it's me? Of the, do I do I need to see Vandenberg? No. Did he perform well? Yes. Did I need? Was I, would I've ever seen Jeff Scott Solo play his own show? Um, like, for, for, would I've gone to see that if there wasn't all these cancellations? No. And he put on a good show. So there was all this stuff like like you look at the, the everything has changed. Here is what is now available, and the of all the artists, everybody put on a good performance. You know what I mean for what they did. Well, let me ask you this: if we're if we're winding this down. Um, I guess the most important question is, uh, is this something that uh, a once in a lifetime thing or are you like now going, now I have to start putting pennies away for next year? If I'm being honest, then I am, I wish, and I probably, I think that you may have had, if I had pressed this enough, they probably would have said, okay. Um, I would have punted. I would have punted to next year 
is kind of what it, like, like say, like, I don't want a refund, but of everything that got canceled, because this is not kind of what I signed sure. up for. Can you just hold my money and just, I'll go next year, like, like kind of like post COVID. So there, it was just a weird environment in that area because of so many changes that happened. Um, I also think on my end that maybe the cruise could be three days. Instead of five, because after like, <laughs> I'm not making a joke. Like uh, after, I, I know what you mean. This is a classic move. We we're both kind of on board with the the festival thing going two days. I think you're on a cruise though. The investment. I don't even know if they can make money if they only did. I mean, there's a lot of three day. Listen, I've only been on a five day cruise one other time. That's my honeymoon. I've done I've done three day cruises when I lived in Florida. I mean, this is like my all right, fair enough. Ninth or ninth or tenth cruise. I've done three day cruises all the time. My point is. After you don't need two ports, you need one port and three days. It's a lot of motherfucking rock. It, it, it's it's because it, at the it, the groundhog. I even I, what did I talk about? I haven't even talked about Alice Cooper yet. The fucking headline. All oh, right, for, for for to hit that uh, to, to finish. But day four and five are kind of like it starts feeling like Groundhog Day, rock and roll Groundhog Day. Because four and five, it's the same bands, especially this year because they had so many cancellations. They're, here's the same lineup again. You can go see this band. Like, do I really need to see fucking? Uh, uh, I saw, for fuck's sake, I saw, okay, I saw Lit. I saw Lit twice. I saw two full <laughs> Lit shows in, in five days. I went there because everything else had canceled. They did fine for what they do, yeah. but I will tell you this much. Worst song of the 90s is that you make me come, you make me completely, you make me completely miserable. I forgot that was their song. Don't even you know You make it. me come. It's how it starts. And it has Pamela Anderson in the video. They went to that. Okay. Point being is you don't need five days. Five days is too much of the rock. That's all I got to tell you. That, you. that Maybe it's too much for you. I'm that's curious. That's for me. Yeah. That's for me. So For me. So it's, also, it sounds like that's a no, that you're probably not going to do it again. I'm not saying I won't do it ever again, but it'll be, I don't need to go next year. Okay. Like it was something maybe every five years that would be fine to, to go to. So you got to realize this thing was around me, the corner for me for goddamn near a decade when I was in Florida. Yeah, I know. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I finally made it, and then then uh, then uh, things things went things went COVID. So that's that's my whole thing. But as far as the the boat and everything like that, they do a good job. They organize it well. Um, so it's 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 fun. And then next time, I would say too is that that uh, I over scheduled. I think uh, first off, David, great roommate, and everything like that. But I think I over scheduled. I think like taking more time to just chill versus. Next fucking thing. No, no you're you starting, you're your starting fo- to come to my my side. I don't like to overschedule at all on anything. No FOMO. There was mm. there was a little too much FOMO the first two days. We're just bam 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 trying. Like I, man, I saw nine bands today. Fuck that. See five. See five. Go get dinner. Chill out by the pool. That's what you should. That I, when you go on this cruise, you should just say, "I only need to see these bands once mm. and just chill." Yep. No matter um, what I'm doing, but, any travel I do, I'm like I, I put a list of things that I have to do. But if 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 it's already gets to the point where every day I have just no fucking time to just breathe, fuck that. Right, and that's what I had like 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 uh, on like day three or four, Dave wanted to do some things like or like from noon to five of bands I really didn't care that much about. I just you know what, just go. I'm, yeah, I'm not doing anything until five, and it was a better day as a result. All right. Uh, so that, well, how about Cooper? Let's get yourself. into Cooper, man. Cooper. First off, you know, it's a smaller theater, but this but this is the intro that Eddie Trunk gave was, hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Just so you know, because of the size requirements, it's going to be a little bit of a more stripped down Alice Cooper show, but he's going to put on the, I'm like, he kind of like said it in a weird way, kind of like. Just come just out and fucking to, play, man. Just, yeah. Yeah. What, what was that kind of, that was a weird intro to, to do, but, but to that point, 
for whatever reason, you know, I'm a little angry at Alice Cooper. And that is that, that he acted a little bit like the carrot top of rock. What I mean by that is he did not have some of his props. So because he didn't have his props, the, the, the set was shorter by like 15 minutes and he didn't play any evil songs that he is actually playing when he's on tour because he couldn't do the beheading and the hanging or whatever the fuck. So they cut out like, I can't remember which ones it is, but just take your pick. Welcome. My nightmare, Steven, um, uh, cold Ethel or, or maybe a ballad of Dwight Fry, whatever those are where he gets executed and the show goes on. They cut a whole part out of the show because he couldn't do that. So the show was like right at an hour. Uh, and he kind of like walked through his set. I've seen him 10 times. I can compare good and bad Cooper for the fact that he was performing on a boat and it was something special. He brought nothing to the table. He just walked through it and his band band kind of, it was, it was okay. I've seen good shows. I've seen bad shows by him. This one was like, it wasn't that special, unfortunately. And that was like the headliner. Okay. Well, that's too bad. It, but for everybody else, probably there, they're like, that was a great show. I've just seen him so many goddamn times. I could tell the difference. Yeah. Uh, you know. And, and they are really playing up the fact I've seen Nita Strauss in that band that this would be the third time. She is like second to Cooper. She is like, like they feature her. Like she's a fucking like the, be- it's almost the Cooper and Strauss show now. Can I touch on that a little bit? Please. She's a ahead. fucking phenomenal guitar player. Uh, and, and just a, a, a solid talent. Yeah, but I think the reaction that and I'm talking more from the fan base, which is probably why she's being put up there, is kind of gross, yeah. man. I'm talking people sure. our age that like because she's a, she's a good looking gal, but she, she yep. she's not a fucking total smoke show, but she plays guitar and hard rock. So now suddenly it's like uh, like if you were kind of a a nerdy gamer kid, and then Gwen Stefani comes out and she's suddenly the fucking perfect woman for you. But now you're 50 years old and you're kind of drooling over this girl in her 20 years. You know, I just think it's kind of gross. I don't know. Something about it is it's almost like, God, that's just, I don't know. Let me put it this way. If if one of the other guitar players in the band went on a solo tour, I wouldn't see some of the people I see posting about Nita Strauss like, oh, I'm so excited that Ryan Roxy, Ryan Roxy is playing. Yep. Man, just it just killed it. He was so good. And here's a picture of me with him. And. I'm just dancing on the edge of saying something inappropriate. <laughs> yep. And I'm an well, that's, inappropriate that's, guy. So right. that's, that's kind of, that's kind of how it was with, uh, throughout the thing. I mean, on the other ed, edge, the, the women that were there were wearing like Nita Strauss shirts. They have her like it as a, they have a Joe, uh, graph of her, like it is a GI Joe kind of figure, like, like badass with a, instead of a gun with a guitar. Okay. That's kind of a cool shirt. So she's got that, that empowerment thing too. Sure. But, but okay, yeah, fair but, enough. But, but it was, it was, my point is, there no, was not a, a, not a single criticism of her, by the way. It's, it's, no. yeah. But with that end, until she was in that, that band, they never had like a solo, like Eddie Van Halen. There's like, there's like three minutes dedicated to her just wailing a guitar. Yeah. She went out into the crowd at some point. I was like, what the fuck show am I at? I mean, yeah. I'm here for the coop. Bro, that's all. That, that's all. We're too happily married to enjoy Nita Strauss. <laughs> yeah, I may have, but you know what I'm saying. I do know what you're saying, but no, it's too bad that he it's didn't little, kind of pull little... pull together a show. But I'm sure, yeah, overall, it sounds like you had a good time. And he never talks to the crowd really, but there, I figured at some point he would make allusion to the fact that he's on a fucking boat. <laughs> so like, you know, like when he was doing the breakdown at the end, it was like uh, I don't know. It was it was interesting, but on that end too, I'll say it was kind of interesting is that. So the band was there. You saw the band. I'm sorry. Bisto Blanco was there too. They're, they're, well, he's whatever. in like Alice's third, band, third, right? 
Correct, yeah. correct. But he is like third rate Rob Zombie. They put on a interesting performance show. He I just, just he just released songs. an album I, I thought was actually not that bad. It's okay. Um, but it, then it has his daughter in the in the show too. She like basically dressed up as like a, a robot or whatever. But anyway, the band was there earlier. But we think that that Cooper actually showed up at Cozumel and was just there for the last two because it was like a port. I don't think that he would have been on there for three days before he gets on the. Uh, um, he wasn't milling stage. around the buffet at any point. <laughs> no. How about that? Did you, did you run into bands walking around? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So like I, ran, I kept running into the guys in Eclipse, and I went up and talked to them, and I said, "Hey, but I just want to let you know, you guys put on the best show, you know, on the boat. Thanks, man. I would have never seen you." And they said, "I am only he is fan." I was going to say, <laughs> "I am only he is fan." <laughs> Again, I just the 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 new album spectacular. You know, thank uh, you very I much. <laughs> I am only he is fan. <laughs> I actually like like uh, yeah. There's something lost in translation there. Talking to the Swedish guys, uh, but yeah, you would run into everybody. I mean, the, we went to breakfast, and um, I can't remember his name right now. But the guy that, that is the lead guy in Bisto Blanco from Alice Cooper's band, they sat right next to us. And you can't. He's got the big, you know, the big mutton yeah. chops and stuff like that. He was eating breakfast with um, uh, Cooper's daughter or whatever like that. So. Uh, that was that was in the, the morning. You would see him all over the place, like just randomly. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything specific. The weird thing is, is that for whatever reason, I didn't strike up conversations with with uh, like I didn't want to be that guy for some reason. With that, I don't want to be that guy because I figured they've been hit like all day with that. So I didn't really say like, what do, what's your thoughts on that when you see people like getting a a ham bone <laughs> and, and or get, getting a, a second helping of, uh, uh, of pudding in the buffet or whatever like that. Like just like at the rock and pot. I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't if, if, to, if, uh, you're, a piece if you're getting something apathy. to eat, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bother you. I might say, Hey, that's my, as thing. I walk by, but that would be about as much as that. Um, but, if, but if I'm out and about walking around the, the boat and I run into them, I might say, Hey, whatever, say something nice, exchange some pleasantries, um, tell them they need to come on the show, get a picture with them, ask if I can stay in their cabin for the rest of the trip, that kind of stuff, oh, you know? Okay. So, um, so not, don't overextend yourself. I'm, so a, <laughs> I'm a stowaway. Can you uh, let me sleep on your floor? You know, um, I'll, uh, I won't jerk off in the shower, that kind of stuff. So sure. I mean, there was other things like, um, you know, a fun game called, is it Karabi or a bum? We played that. <laughs> but then you kind of have to work things through logically. You're on a like, cruise, though. It's like, it... well, it's always Karabi. <laughs> right, right. But you're like, like, how could a panhandler actually get on the cruise, too? There's too much paperwork. Yeah. You, know, you just got to work these things out. Yeah. That's, it's Karabi. Yeah. Just gotta, you know, that's basically that. Um, yeah, you did see people everywhere, for the most part. People are out there just milling around. And cool. Have a good time. Uh, based on my recap, is this anything you're interested in? I should ask. Um, with the my right interest lineup. level has not changed at all. No, um, uh, it is really just God. There's just so much money. I mean, and I got it. And there's no way Amy doesn't go with me on this. You know, she just right. uh, and that, that's not a hindrance. Other than that, like, well, now everything just got twice as expensive, and you know. Oh. So I, I should tell you that too. Another guy, some people go there to try to promote their thing. Some guy had this, 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 this podcast he was trying to promote um, and giving out like uh, picks for it. And, and, and I was like, okay, I'll check your thing out, man. That's cool. And he's like, yeah, man, I, I wasn't even going on this cruise, but I got this last minute. I got this, this whole thing for 900 bucks in my own cabin. I'm like, you did not endear my, yourself to me. I now hate you for <laughs> the price you just told me. And I will love, I'll listen to your podcast. And I threw his pick away. Yeah. So don't, Here's a, here's social etiquette. Don't tell people what great deal you got on the cruise that I booked 
almost a year out ago when it's uh, I say that across the board uh, this, this this American culture is just obsessed with the idea that somehow they've accomplished something because they got a getting a deal a, a good price like on a TV yeah. no matter what it is who fucking cares pay what you pay I don't care yeah. why 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 would you tell me that yeah. I know I'm just angry of how much I spent yeah if anything, not, like, podcast. Well, uh, they're going to make sure you don't get on the boat again because I'm going to fucking flood this place with emails complaining about the deal you fucking got, you fucking prick. It's like that guy who, who, who like gets to go home early and is on vacation for the rest of the week, and he walks by people who were just told they have to work Saturday and Sunday. He's like, huh, well, I'm, I'm off for another week. Have fun, guys. Uh. Yeah. yeah go Enjoy. F- just fucking leave, man. You don't need to fucking rub it in anybody's face. Jesus. No. Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> Unacceptable. But yeah, just uh, so you have the same. So it, yeah. Another thing is too, is that, that I hope uh, this here's, here's one other thing I'll leave it with too, is, is that I would be interested in the crews if to their credit, even though for whatever reason, they all decided to just grab bands from Sweden for like newer, newish bands, you know, newish, not like bands rooted in the eighties, eighties and like that. If they were to make a mix of stuff like, Maybe stuff that we play, like that kind of rock or whatever like that, combined. Because these are no-name bands. I mean, they, why do you need Tokyo Motor Fist? I don't even, <laughs> what the fuck name is band is that? But I'm saying, like, I think they're from out of the country, too. No, a bunch of bands no. That could just, uh, Tokyo Motor no? Fist is the trickster okay. guys. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so, so, some of these other things, like Electric Boys, What threw you off Boys. is it says Tokyo in it. You're right. Just like that L.A. band, whatever. Yeah. 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 But like d- electric boys and choir boys, I made it all the way through my entire life, never seeing them live, and I, I decided to continue that streak. Oh, so they I were there. See them live. Yeah, I would have checked out choir boys. Okay, there you go. But aren't they from London? Did they not import them from that? Yeah, they're from yeah the they're from European. I don't know exactly sure where. I mean, they were okay. once called the London Choir Boys. So I'm going to go out and say that you're right. But there's there's a stack of lower tier acts from the U.S. that are of the new age of hard rock or whatever like that, they could throw them on. And I'm not talking about like a ship rock thing, like, like a serious XM, but if it was a mix of that and that all is so deeply rooted in the past for this kind of cruise, I would entertain going in five years. You, you know, know what I'm saying? A lot of those bands that we're talking about, like I hear, um, some of our podcast peers and, and people of that ilk always talk about, I like these bands like Eclipse or, or these other ones, Crazy Licks, because they remind me of that 80s sound. But the fact of the matter is none of these bands sound like the bands from the 80s that made it. You don't really hear bands that sound like Motley Crue or Rat or Dokken. I mean, they all sound like kind of like a really slick, polished version of bands like Pretty Boy Floyd. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It, it is well, what it is. It you can like what you like, but to me, it's like what you're saying is that you like the part of the 80s that never made it. You know, I just... And also, even though I like Eclipse, Eclipse when Eclipse plays a song that I, that is not one of my, my favorites, they sound like songs by Crazy Looks and in, in Heat. Hmm. I can't get into them. They're like the bad, the bad Eclipse songs are basically all those bad Sweden, <laughs> let's, let's songs yeah. kind of, kind of, kind of, it sounds like Crazy Looks, overproduced. I know what you're saying, like big, big choruses that have to be piped in, um... Stuff like that, but no, I mean that's that's the recap. If if I for uh, again, thanks to, to Dave uh, uh, for wanting to go because I probably wouldn't have done this. I know I wouldn't have done this unless I had a you know a, a roommate and stuff like that to to share the rock experience with and stuff like that. Nah, so, and he's a good, he's a decent guy, man. Yeah, yeah, not too we, bad. We both we both kind of pre-vetted ourselves. I think a little bit. Like, is this guy going to come in at four in the morning and write uh, 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 little, little little dicks with sharpie on my head? Is this a, you know what I mean? Like, hey, maybe I, I should turn this, turn this around instead of always t- dumping on you. Who is a better to share a room with, me or Dave? 
You're the same. Okay. The same. <laughs> I, I have no. I have. I have. I have nothing bad to say. Both of you guys. We. Everybody kind of right. stays out of each other's way. Okay. If you're gonna do something gross, you let people know. You know, if you're gonna blow it up, that kind of stuff. You give fair warning, and uh, okay. I think everybody on both ends ends. It's fine. All right. Good enough. I got no complaints. Uh, how about your trip home? Everything go all right? Oh, I do have one bone to pick on you about that. So the, the other thing is, is that I couldn't get out of. Uh, uh, Miami until like five at night. So you get dumped off the ship at like 10. So that means you're going to spend like seven hours in a fucking airport. Plenty of time just... to go check out some local cuisine. <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> Can't even check your bags for, for till four hours before your flight. Okay. So I, what, so I, I go there and I just like, okay, I just make this a work day and just, just whatever it is. But uh, when I finally got in the plane, I wanted some relaxation. I wanted to watch a movie. And in the Southwest, they have a, a slew of movies you can watch for free is part of their, their oh, okay. package deal now on their their app. You just sign into their app, and they've got the blockbusters. You know they've got all the big ones, but there was one on there that I was like, the fact that this is on this list with <laughs> with like Uh-oh. Lord of the Rings and stuff like this, and it's something that you've mentioned. I've got to watch this. And I realized <laughs> I was in I was in the middle seat, the middle seat between the two. Okay, because I was like I checked in at like C, so, so I'm in the middle, so everybody can watch what I'm watching at the same yeah, time. Yeah, if I get watching. you. I'm guessing there's some new. I decided. This I just no. Okay. I decided to fire up American Pickle. Oh, nice. Watched watched the uh, the, the man that, that that is like Encino Man <laughs> with pickle juice yeah. with with Brian. Yeah, it's gonna, good, like that's that. a good comparison. Gets, yeah. gets frozen for a hundred years based on a recommendation, much like Lamageddon. Lamageddon wasn't there, but American Pickle was. <laughs> that movie started and ended, and I was like, "Fucking Baco! This is a, this is the movie I dedicate my time to." This goddamn Seth Rogen playing playing two <laughs> twins of himself or whatever like that from different generations. Uh. So like that. This is where I'm going. It was okay. I cannot believe, though, that American fucking pickle was one of the options to watch on this app. So nothing else made everything else oh, made sense. Great. It was these big blockbusters and then that one. So so I do not recommend it. Zero stars. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Highly recommended here. Uh, yeah. It's a quick yeah. 80, 85 minutes. I can't wait. We should just do our at the movies like Cisco and Evil back and forth between, <laughs> between that because I, I have a lot to say, but but I'm not going to cloud the uh, the end of this Monsters Rock cruise with American Pickle. All right. Well, comments. hey, man, it was good catching up with you. I'm glad you had a good time and everything went well. Uh, the, the the kids, they're still young enough that you come home like a conquering hero, right? Sure. Right. Yeah. Come home. Like finally, finally I'm back. But uh, but yeah, it was a big blur. That kind of bounced all over the place, but that's how that weekend is, man. If you listen to any recap that's better organized, then they've done it more than once. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You didn't take any tips from the Meister? (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, that's he does... Oh, as far as a breakdown, I'd like to hear his recap. No, I just like 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 I'm in my head. I'm imagining you finding him immediately and then going, "Give me how to do this like day to day. Break it down for me." And and it's just yeah. like get hammered and walk around. Uh, so. Yep, and that's what I'll say too. Is when you do these cruises, get organized with the people you want to hang out with beforehand. Because it is once the, the 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 ship starts moving or however you want to say it, it's hard to get everybody together. We had dinner once with everybody like 
Stephen Michael, Pooney, like a, like a decent group of us together. It's hard to get everybody on the same schedule. All of so them seem to be able to get think... together all the time, every day. <laughs> well, maybe it was just me. Maybe it was me and me being ghosted the entire time. Uh, well, that was the joke I was going for. <laughs> well, I got, it, uh, it landed very well. It, it hit me. I, I feel sad, and now I'm going to go. Okay. All right, buddy. It sounds like uh, you, you, you came home uh, well rocked and ready for to kick back into work. Uh, you want to get out of here? I do. All right, man. Rock is not dead. Obviously, there's a line for Rhino Bucket. Is that the end? Is that the recap? Uh, Rock's not dead. All right, let's get out of here. That's good. I don't know. I don't know. I think we yeah. I think we peaked at Midwest. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at fantasy points. Fantasypoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 